Welcome to I Am Healing Podcast with Isaac George. My intention of this episode of Triggers is to allow people to recognize their triggers and also deal with them. So what is a trigger? A trigger is an action or a situation that can lead to an adverse emotional reaction. And today I have a special guest, a dear friend of mine, Roxanne Collins. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Thank I'm you doing, for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you're here. I'm doing awesome. So we're just going to dive in and just have a conversation about triggers. But first, okay. tell the people where they can follow you on social media. Um, I am on Facebook. I am Roxanne Collins on Instagram, I am Dana Roxanne Twenty One. Okay. And on TikTok, I am the girl from Nutbush. Okay, Nutbush. <laughs> <laughs> City limits. Okay. So let's just dive it right on into it. I'm so excited to talk about this uh, topic because triggers. I had to learn so a good thing and something about triggers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what would you say are your top three triggers? Oh goodness. Um, they just vary from day to day. Okay. I, if I'm being honest, I <clears throat> I discover a new trigger every day because mm -hmm. different things will trigger you. Because um, I I align triggers with pet peeves. Okay. And this is something that just really grinds my gears. It's like, oh, that drives me crazy. Is that there's that kind of trigger, and then there's the kind of um, deeper triggers where you have um, where it's a, an emotional healing that has to happen for mm. you to get on from that from that trigger. And then, like I said, the other trigger is like just something you like you can shake off with a good song or some friends come over, you just shake it off. Those are two different types of triggers. Okay. Like I had a trigger, um, and I didn't know it until I got much older, but um, I was triggered because I always I never felt chosen. Mm. And so I putting myself in positions of people having to choose me is is a trigger. Mm. And so, you know. With me being an entertainer, like, okay, that's the ultimate truth. Like, <laughs> right. people are going to choose right. you or not choose you. Exactly. So I'm uh, constantly triggered. So I, but what I did with my career was I put it, put it in such a way that I don't have to be chosen because I'm the boss. So <laughs> Okay. I feel that. I feel that. I don't need anybody to hire me. I, I work for myself. Right. So that was me protecting myself from that trigger. Right. So that's I think that's my main trigger, and emotionally that's my deepest only trigger probably, is mm -hmm. and and I still is a work in progress of of not being chosen. Right. Um. I, I still work on that one, and that stems from childhood. Right. So that's the one I work with. You know, I get triggered in like political. I I get have political triggers. Oh, don't um, we all? <laughs> and, and I have societal triggers. I have um. All types of triggers, but um, so but those are different. But those are the right. three main ones that I think I deal with. Okay. Well, one of my biggest triggers is being around a person that has treated me badly mm. and act like I'm not even there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do not like that, especially if it's just a disagreement or mm -hmm. even if our pages or we're not in the same chapter, we're not on the same page, but you just act like I never exist when I 
invested a lot. Family, friends, whoever. Uh, every, so it, everybody. <laughs> do you feel gaslit by them? Like they're acting like nothing has happened? You're like, I know, I'm not crazy. You did such and such. Exactly, such, exactly. You feel gaslit in a yes. sense. So I would say that ga- being gaslit is, your tr- is the real trigger. It's a trigger, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Being be, gaslit. Yeah, being gaslit. Because you're not going to call me crazy. Right. <laughs> but I had to learn how to deal with that. And I had to learn how to deal with that in the worst way because sometimes when you know when you drink or when you're mad and you angry and then you see them like you get that courage to just say no you know that you did something <laughs> wrong yes. like you know you it know all comes back, yes you know? it all comes back but i would say that is one of like my biggest um triggers like that's that's one of my biggest and that kind of ties into um, another one of my triggers is the end of a relationship in any capacity to relation of whoever I'm dating, family, friends, like when it ends, because mm-hmm. like when I invest myself into any type of relationship, I really ride for that person. Like I right. genuinely feel like I'm connected to that person. And it's like a death. Yeah, it is. And so that really I don't like that. I don't like to see the end, so I always try to fix everything. I was gonna say, do, I try so to do you fix find everything. Prolonging, yes, that end I have prolonged relationships with people. I have prolonged from family, friends, and whatever. I prolonged a lot because I'm like, I see where that's going, and I know that that's going to affect me, and I don't want it to affect me. And I really ride for that person. I really care about that person. I fully get that trigger though, because I have that to a degree, but mine is different in that I'm like. Okay, I see where this is headed. Bye. <laughs> okay, yeah, you are. You I'm are quick. First. You are. You know, <laughs> you good. are the one. Bye. She is the one that her favorite word is bye. Yeah, bye. She don't give a person I'm two good. chances. Oh, I'm good. Oh, nothing. I'm good. I'm okay, good. bye. I'm good. Yes. I, I'm good. <laughs> you do that. I'm good. What's wrong with you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you don't come around no more. I'm good. Yeah. Why am I gonna do that with us? What's the point? Whereas you do, they're like, "Let me clean as long." Let as me I clean. Can. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't, I don't like seeing the end. Like, especially when you already foresee the end, and you try to do everything in your power to change how the end is gonna be. Well, let me help you with that trigger. Mm-hmm. What you can start telling yourself is something great has the end, so that something beautiful can begin. Mm. Start telling yourself that. That's a word. And you, <laughs> and you will let that go. And you. Yeah. That's why I'm quick. Oh, that means something else is going to come. Bye. Right. And I'm good to go on to that next thing. Yeah. Yeah. So try to practice that. Yeah, that is something I'm going to try to practice. I'm getting better at that because I feel like sometimes things have to end. They do. I Every, feel like everything so, has its season. It has its season. I, I think about that. It's and been, its purpose. Unless you live in Houston because we have all kinds of seasons throughout the year. But you got people like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you got people like that throughout the day, too. You got some, one minute you like this, the next minute you like this. It's like, whoa, okay. I yeah, definitely that get that. That's the perfect metaphor for the people in Houston. Is, yeah, that's very that. Yeah. Well, like another one of my, this is like my third trigger. And like this trigger is like the fear of having to start all over. Like when you're at rock bottom yeah. and like the fear, because I've been to the point where I had nothing and I was at like the bottom and I have a fear of going back there. Mm-hmm. So I try to do everything in my power to not go back to a, 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 a space like that, if that makes sense. It does. But, and that's an, another trigger that anybody that has dealt with loss mm-hmm. has has that trigger. But again, I guess because I'm older, I've, I've learned how to 
empower myself from those types of triggers Mm -hmm. because what I learned from that because I've been homeless before I've been at the bottom Mm -hmm. more than once right so my point is if that happens again guess what I survived before I will survive again Again. so that can't trigger me now I have no fear of failure because I have ultimately ultimate failure of living sleeping on a sidewalk before so I've done that before right what's gonna be worse than that I nothing so I'm good if something happens I'll survive again right so that's why the phoenix is my spirit animal. I always rise out of my ashes. Yeah, I like that you said that. I like that you said that. And I think um, when I see myself wanting to give up or when I see myself like wanting to quit several different things, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, okay, no, Isaac, you're in this for a reason. Even when right. I don't see the monetary gain from it or even when I don't see that people are even paying attention to what I'm saying or people don't even see me. So it's like, what is, why am I advocating for this or why am I fighting for this or why am I doing any of those type of things? And it's just like, okay, Isaac, there's a greater purpose behind what you're doing. Exactly. So I have to remind myself that because I get in my head a lot. Mm. I get in my head like I'm like my worst critic. I discipline myself. And I'm learning to stop doing that. My therapist said, allow yourself to process whatever it is that you're going through. At your own pace. At your own pace. So I'm learning to to do that. And what I've learned from stuff like that, from, from those type of things, like sometimes I'll do something and it'll it'll have no impact on me. And I'm like, well, what did I do that for? But then I'll, it'll dawn on me just as quickly as I ask the question. It'll dawn on me, it wasn't for you. Mm. You did that for someone else because the universe had called that for you to do because somebody else needed to receive that. And you doing that wasn't about you getting anything from it, being monetary, spiritually or anything. Mm. It was just about you. Somebody needed to see that. Right. And you did that. You're like, "Mm, that was odd. Okay. But somewhere somebody is that probably just saved their life or changed their life because they got a word or a message from something that you didn't even you thought was going to be bigger for you. And it was nothing for you. That's because it wasn't for you. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how I deal with that too. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and the thing about it, I allow myself to know that I am human. Mm -hmm. You know, so I am am human. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I really, uh, like, I am human. I have to really tell myself that because I've been on my own for a long time. So I kind of like beat myself up when it comes to certain things, but I have to allow myself to say, Isaac, no, you're human. You can make a mistake. You can process whatever emotion that um, is going on. You can process whatever trigger is going on. Step back, think about it and stuff like that. I got this from Oprah and I'm I'm crediting Oprah right now. Okay, Oprah. Uh, (laughs) But it's very true. I got the concept from Oprah, but I delved deeper into it to fit my life. Mm-hmm. And to off of what you just said, you said that you are human. I'm going to tell you that I am not human. Okay. I am a spirit. I am a soul having a human experience. Mm. So therefore, anything that is happening, there's a lesson, there's something I'm supposed to get from that, mm-hmm. from that human experience. So in thinking of myself as not as human, but as a soul and as mm-hmm. a spirit, anything earthbound and, and human, that's not attributed to me. That is part of that human experience. And so mm-hmm. therefore I don't internalize that because mm-hmm. that's flesh. That's a, that's a surface flesh feeling. That's not my spirit. So that helps me with that one as well. That's good. I like that. Okay, Oprah. <laughs> I, am, I am not human. I am a spirit. I am a soul having mm-hmm. a human experience so do you have like 
your human moments where you're like, oh hell no. Oh, oh I have had those. Yeah. <laughs> like, but oh, le- leaning no. into that deeper, I don't have those as much because if something good happens, I like mm, okay. Something bad, uh, okay. Something great, oh, okay. Because it wasn't about me. I didn't make that happen. That wasn't about me. Even if the, if something good happened, if something bad happened, it wasn't about me. That was the human experience. Mm. That was because I do believe that our steps are preordained. So I, that was going to happen. I didn't. I didn't do that. That was going to happen. You're very much like that. And now that I think about that. And it's are. up to me to be in tune, have my body, my human experience, and my spirit as one accord so that that path is illuminated and I can follow those steps. Mm. And I feel like it's any time that you get off of that path, because it's still going to happen, it's just going to, you're taking a detour because all roads lead to the same destination. Right. And you just might take a little longer to get there, but you're going to be right. there. So it's like, if I try to stay connected, then th- that's when things look so easy and like you're manifesting and things are just happening. It's because you're in tune. You, right. your, your body and your spirit are have aligned. Right. Your human experience is aligned and you're just walking in right. that. And it feels and it feels it's an amazing feeling. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. That's that's good. Well, thank you. So when was the last time you were triggered where it just bothered you? Or it didn't, but actually, it, it could either bother you or it, it did not bother you. And it used to be a trigger. But when it ha- when the situation happened, it did not bother you because you already tackled that hypocrisy trigger. Hypocrisy triggers me. Okay. When, when, there's, when there's hypocrisy, it triggers me. Uh, and not to get political on your podcast on the first episode. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't. But being a trans woman, I get triggered a lot. Okay. Because, um, and I'm just saying, this is a surface one. And I, and I I have conversations out loud with, with the universe all the time. Mm-hmm. And because people were very quick to tell you because you're trans, well, uh, you're not a woman because it's, you're not biological. You're not real because you're mm-hmm. not biological. Mm-hmm. And they can wrap their minds around that very easily to tell me that I am not a woman because biologically I was not born that way. Okay. So conversely, are we to tell surrogate People that have to use a surrogate because because that lady did not biologically give birth to that baby. She's not a mother. Right. If you're adopted and this is your family, you are not really part of that family because you were not biologically born into it. Correct. You can wrap your mind around that. Oh, well, then that's not what we meant. Yes, it is. So, because we're going to talk biologically, let's talk biologically. Mm-hmm. But you can wrap your mind and say, well, you're still a mother just because you didn't give birth. Well, no, you said biological matters. Does it or That's does true. it? Does right. it or doesn't it? When your bigotry is introduced, you can, you can very easily assuage the ways you feel to suit your purpose. No, you're not, you're not a woman because biologically you were not born that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, let's tell all the adopted families, let's tell all the surrogate mothers, all these people that were right. not biologically born into the families and into the things, that that's not what they are. And so if I'm not, none of us are. Is that what right. we're going to do? Right. Because if you can understand that, you can understand me as well. Right. So, But you don't want to understand me because you're a bigot. So bigotry and hypocrisy, that, that's a huge trigger for me. Right. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. You know, we have these conversations as friends, but a lot of people don't understand that. Like with me being adopted, and I was adopted into a, fa- a whole family of 24 of us, mm-hmm. and I was only adopted – to with one person which is my sister right and 
we have we have siblings because we only have the same mother and mm-hmm. she just did her DNA ancestry and oh. it shows like our DNA is only 24%. Oh wow. It's so it's imagine like it we have the same mother. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't uh, but people would say, oh, that's still your sister. That's still your sister. Well, but I say, well, okay, well, that's my half-sister. Because technically she is my half-sister. If we go go with the DNA uh, right. perspective. But, but you don't call yeah. her like, hey, this is my half-sister. Yeah, like so this is my half-sister. No, you should say this is my sister. Yeah, this is my and half-sister. that's what I'm yeah, saying. Exactly. So, that, so I do understand that's that. Where, that's yeah. where that. Because I would never say this is my half-sister. We already got the same mama. Exactly. Yeah, like we already got the and same even mama. Y'all didn't even have the same anything. You grew up with that person as your yes. sister. That's yes. your sister. Yeah. So, and I ask people like, okay, so you... Your, uh, your mother gets to be 50-something years old, she dies, and then you find out, oh, my God, I was adopted. I never knew she wasn't my real mother. Right. So is she suddenly all of those 50 years that she has cared for you all of her life, that's just thrown out the window? She's not really your mother because biologically she wasn't, you weren't born out of her? Yeah. No, right. you're still going to say that's my mama. You're exactly. still going to say that, and you won't cut anybody that's going to say anything. That, that's, that's, right. that's still your mama. So stop right. saying biology is what matters. Stop it's saying really that. Not. It's really not. You're hiding behind yeah. bigotry. That's exactly. your, you're hiding your bigotry behind that. Stop doing that. And I hate that people are letting that happen. Mm-hmm. That, that just drives me crazy. But that's more of a pet peeve to me. That's like that's a trigger because you be going in on it. Because I know they're lying. On it, so that is definitely a trigger. Because I know they can see that. Yeah, but people and you can easily apply that. But but when it comes to but because you think of trans as being gay, and as I've already had the conversation, it's before, not. When you think of trans as being gay, which it is not, thing. no, you you immediately like oh, well, them, and 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 you start going into your bigotry mode. It's like no, that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally feel where you're coming from because it, that's all the exact same thing. Yes. Like I would never say, oh, she only my half sister because we 24. And I didn't even realize right. that. I didn't even know that we were like 20. Your whole life you right. person. Right. Well, the biology says. We 20, so 24 percent. You are now half my sister. Right. Girl, she going to punch you in the face. Right. And I know your sister. Yeah, it, that would be a big, that would be a big problem. Yeah. But that's it. But. It applies to everything. If, if we're going to apply it to one, you have to apply it to all. I and that's like the problem. People don't want to apply it to all. Yeah. And that is a trigger that bothers me. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. I do not like that. I can that. understand that. And you know, people, and I'm smiling because people are quick to say, I'm for people, but you're not. Hmm. When, you, when you do that or you say stuff like that, you're not for Everyone, I maintain you, that ninety percent of people walking the face of this earth are bigots and don't know it. Because mm-hmm. I love that's a high that's I a high that's sure a high percentage though. Wait, <laughs> I and I include it. myself in that. I have my bigotry against certain things, like, and I'm like, and I will call myself out. I was like, that was very bigoted of me. I will catch myself. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be a bigot. Just catch yourself and correct it. Don't just right. walk and bask in your bigotry because that's ignorance. True, but. You have to, and this goes with knowing your triggers. Don't just, well, I'm triggered, but here it comes, I'm going to be triggered. Right. You know that it's your job and your duty to do something about that. Don't exactly. just continue to be triggered. Work, do the work and get past that. And the same thing is with bigotry. And it's nobody's fault that they're bigotry. That's the way right. that, because we all fall into these cul-de-sacs of, of groups and people, and we the, the uh, group thinking becomes a thing. It and is. it's up to you to unlearn that. Right. And so, I mean, that's how that happened. That's where prejudices come from. Right. And uh, 
bigotry. It's like sometimes it's just environmental, and you can out outgrow yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. When I started my so healing, so that's a trigger. Yes. <laughs> when I started my healing journey two years ago, mm-hmm. I kept saying to myself a lot of things that I thought was right was not right because of where I come from mm-hmm. or because what I was taught or because what was instilled in me. And so when I made this decision to fully heal, I told myself like, okay, there's a lot that you have to learn mm-hmm. and there's a lot that you have to unlearn. But and you've done so much work. I, I've you. watched you. <laughs> no, for real, for yes. real. Over the last, because we've been hanging out, especially since the pandemic, like a lot more. Yes. But it's like, I have seen you become a, literally a whole different person. Yeah. I have watched you become uh, the caterpillar, become the butterfly. I have literally watched you do that yeah. and blossom and bloom into this person that is just on this quest for more, more knowledge, more understanding, more healing. And it's really, as a person that really truly loves and cares about you, it is really a beautiful thing to see. Thank and you. I appreciate and that. And the way I know that you're healing is because we hardly ever talk anymore. But, and when someone, when you have that kind of relationship with someone, you don't have to hover over it. You don't have to fester over it. You don't have to mm-hmm. like, hey, what you doing today? Just hey and hey. You don't have to do that. Yeah. When it's real and it's deep and it's it's unbreakable, you don't have to do that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it's, it's taken a lot of work. But even with that, I had to choose me. And you know mm-hmm. me for a long time, for years. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I chose everyone else. Or I cared about how everyone else how everybody else felt and all the other type of stuff. So to just say, you know what, I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to work on myself. But learning, unlearning some of these, the, I think learning, I'm always down to learn something new. Mm-hmm. But unlearning habits, that was the most hardest for me. <laughs> like unlearning. Like I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I've been doing this for years. I can't get over this. <laughs> like, but unlearn, yeah. like this is not healthy for you, I don't. I, I, yeah, you, when you start wanting, when you have a quest to learn and to know something, no matter, I don't care if you've been drinking or not, you like you are trying to understand it, and that's all. It's always been so fun and crazy to watch because like you like you get that look on your face, like you're trying to figure. It's like you're actually trying to see it in those like, in, and you're like, huh? <laughs> it's just so funny, right? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna mention something real quick. Do you remember that time we was eating Uh-oh. lunch? <laughs> Something bad. <laughs> that time we was eating lunch, and um, where were we? We were at uh, Fuzz Inn. Okay, we were at Fuzz Inn, and we were eating lunch, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> I can't get into the logistics of it," oh, but wow. I was just like, "Well, it's this and it's that and it's this and it's that." And you said, "Well, why?" <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, okay, I got to get into logistics. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so remember, I was telling you, I was dealing with. S- Several different people at one time. Okay, and then remember I told you the 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 graphics of <laughs> the, the behind. You know what yes, I'm talking about? Okay, I do, I do. And I was like, well, it's just not this, and it's just not that. <laughs> oh, and I, and you was just like, but why? Yes, I <laughs> remember that. Yes. Okay, we're bringing that up on the podcast. Okay. Yes, we are. Yes, but we're not going into details. <laughs> yeah, we're not going into details. <laughs> but she was like, well, why would you even do that? And I was like, yeah. well. And then you was like, well, no, you need to make room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so I really had to think about that because that was like a normal thing if you noticed. Because I you remember our conversation. I was at like, the well, time. At the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, well, what's wrong with that? And this, this, and that. And you were like, well, <laughs> you just like. 
<laughs> you were just like, uh, no. <laughs> well, how you gonna make room for anything else good to come if you're gonna be doing all this other type right. of stuff? <laughs> and, and because I, 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 one of my spiritual gifts is the gift of sight, and right. um, so I could see this you then, and so mm-hmm. I kept seeing that that you in the way of this you. So I'm like, yeah, girl, was, no. What you, <laughs> it was totally the, different. The universe cannot bring you this if you got these placeholders in the way. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yes. And it was. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but even with that, so but do you look back on that person now and see this person and go like, "Girl, do you I mean do you think about that?" Because it is night and day. It's very much night and day. It's uh, yeah. very so much night and day. Back? Yeah, um, you have to at some time. I sometimes look at myself like, "What was you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even accept a lot of stuff like that? Like what? I think I know when, but um, uh, like, <laughs> ooh, I yeah. think that's. I, 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 can I get into my trigger? The last time when I was yes. triggered, Go but ahead. okay, this is a this is a triumph. Though. Oh. This is a oh, this we gonna change it up from triggers to triumph. That's yes. what this is about. Come so, on, now, message. I see this particular person. Triggers to triumphs. I like that. Yes. I see this particular. We'll call him Steve. Because you you, you know that you have to, when you know your triggers, you have to work on them if you yes. want to do the work. I 100% believe so that. So yes. I did the work with that particular situation. My trigger is not your responsibility. Correct. And vice versa. Right. So I'm going to let you be and go do what you need to yeah. go do. So two weeks ago. You saw I, Steve. I saw Steve mm-hmm. and, you know, of course, you know, the backstory behind me and Steve and all that. And um, a trigger for me was seeing Steve mm-hmm. because it was just like, OK, because, you know, it got bad. I remember. Yeah, yes. the situation got bad. Um, and so every time I saw Steve. I would always feel something because Steve act like that they didn't know me. Again, go back to back what to I was original. what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> like you act like they should have known me. You act like I. And did we went so. through hell in that short piece of time, right? And you know, well, he, he, remember yeah. I told you I didn't even realize it was that much time, but it had pa- came to the to you. the other year, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, yeah. that was. And I didn't even realize yeah. it. And I was with Steve a lot. Like me and Steve yes. was together. Oh, like, I remember. <laughs> together, but not together. Yeah. Yeah, like we were together. Like as far as every other day hanging out, mm-hmm. like hang it out and so a trigger for me is when i would see steve out and about mm-hmm. and steve ignored me steve like, act like i happened. did something steve actually sent me this vlog message saying you are the reason why oh, i'm wow. xyz boom 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 and so i was like oh, wow. okay so when i started my um healing journey and stuff like that um i was just like okay I'm not going to allow myself to be triggered mm. by him. I seen him one time prior to two weeks ago. And when I seen him, he spoke to me and I spoke back. So it was very much like, hey, hey. Hi, my. Yes. So mm. when I see Steve two weeks ago, um, it was a hey, can we talk type of situation. So I'm oh, like, Lord. okay, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? <laughs> and so it, it went back to that. Two years ago, mm. Steve, to Ooh. the, yeah, went back to that. Well, I just that feel, like, yeah, yeah, I just feel like this, this, and that. And I just feel like uh, all of this. And I know, you know, um, I really care about you. You know, I really have love for you. Da, 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 da. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, okay. And I was like, I, how, how you doing? I handled it so well. Like, Ooh. I shut down every single thing. So well, he's, that was no longer a trigger. It was no, no longer a trigger. Yay. Because this is who you are. Mm. I cannot c- continue to 
go back there because I'm not there in any capacity. Yeah. I'm not going to go back there, but I actually triumph over that trigger because, again, when I saw that person up that, and that person act like they didn't know me, that person still thinks in his head that I did something to him or and that's okay. and, or, or I left him or left the situation. I did. That's okay that you right. think that because your feelings are not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's your luggage. Correct. You can pack it or unpack it. That's up to you. That's your luggage. Right. So it actually, it was good. It was like, okay. And I really applauded myself that night. And How I did had, that feel? It felt amazing. And I had a friend there with me that knows Steve uh-huh. and my friend was just like yeah Isaac like yeah oh, wow. <laughs> it was it was totally different because you, you, you're not going to get that version of me because that no version of me is like, it, it, it does it yeah. especially when it comes to you because you're always going to be the version <laughs> of you Wow. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm no, like no, you no, always no, going to be that version like, of you yeah. so I'm not going to know I'm not going to give you that energy. You give that to somebody else. You know, else. they call those karmic relationships when someone comes into your life and you're supposed to learn something from that. Yes, and I felt so good. And that's why I said, like, this was a trigger for me, but I triumph over it because it's no longer a trigger. It's no longer mm. moving me. And I'm still able to speak to you and say, hey, are you doing good? It want the best okay? for them. It want the best for you. Because yes. when I rock with someone, goes back to <laughs> what well, I, I said. I think that's why that got earlier. so murky and so muddy is because you also not just were involved Romantically, romantically, that was yeah. your friend. That was my friend. And and yeah. I always tell people, dating. If in the end, you should always want to be with somebody that's your friend because you know how you fight with your friends and y'all can get mad, but you ain't gonna never stop being friends with that person. Right. And if, imagine if you have a relationship like that. Right. And I saw, I read it somewhere once that the best relationship is a friendship that's just been set on fire. Oh, I like that. That's deep. Yeah. And so that's why I said, and, and that's why with. The person I'm talking to now, mm-hmm. one of the things when we talked, I was like, I want us to remain friends after yes. this. Because I've had so many situations to where we lost a friendship. It got so bad that mm-hmm. we're not even friends. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to be like that towards you, especially if I really rock with you and I care about you. Like, I have friends or certain family members that I don't talk to, but I don't wish nothing bad on you or I don't right. feel no type of way towards you. I was, I, if, if I wanted the best for you then, I want the best for you now. That's cool. Just. That's cool and that's growth. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was good. I patted myself on the back. As well. <laughs> I was there for all of Steve's. So that's good. Oh yeah, you know that got a. <laughs> but it's a new day. We're new people. We're right. New people. So, so yeah. how have you identified your triggers? Um, just based on the um, the definition, it's like when I have that. It's like a well, it used to be. I don't. I don't. It's, just, it's like this deep emotional feeling in my chest. That, that, that I just feel it. It just comes all over mm. me, and I'm just I'm I stop in my tracks. My tr- a trigger for me will stop me in my tracks, and I will have to just deal with it right then. Okay, that's how I that's how I have come to identify. Like, okay, I'm, I'm triggered, and then I've had to say to myself, okay, I'm triggered, and allow myself to be triggered and know that I'm triggered, and talk through it and yes talk even from at home by myself me and my dog i talk through Come it on, Callie. because <laughs> i enjoy Come my on, own Callie. company i love talking to others so why wouldn't others love talking to me so why wouldn't i want to talk to me so i talk to myself all the time and i will talk myself through it i will sit there and have a whole conversation by myself okay and talk myself through it i like that and you have Callie to talk to too yes she's a character 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say your dogs and your pants take on your personality. She definitely it has definitely my personality. Does. And you be yelling at her. <laughs> oh, she yells back. Right. <laughs> she starts doing that. It's the, I can't even stay mad at whatever I was talking about because I just bust out laughing. She just gets going. It's the cutest thing. Yeah, Kelly is cute. But she's 11 this year. Oh, my God. Yes. Come on, 11. I know, right? So how I've learned to deal with my triggers is I've learned to be aware of the emotion I was experiencing at that time. Mm, okay. To like process the process my five senses. Why do I feel like that? What do I see? What do I smell? I've learned to to do that and actually process how I feel. And remember, you, you used to always tell me that's your emotion. Feel that, go through that. Yes. Because I would not want to show emotion, yeah. uh, and then when I do, I'm crying. <laughs> well, that's good. To know. I'm crying because I didn't want to process like what was going on, and mm. I didn't want to feel that emotion. So therefore, that I it was going to still always be. There. It was still always going to yeah. be there. So I was like, okay, Isaac, why do you feel this? What do you smell? What do you see? What do you think, Isaac? What is it that you're experiencing right now? Mm-hmm. So that's how I've learned to control that. That's, that's how cool. I learned. Yeah, that's how I learned how to control. And, and I think that's the same thing to a degree. It's just talking, saying it out loud, and having a conversation about it, even with just myself. Now, sometimes I'll call coffee. Yeah, because I'm like, girl, I'm on the. I'm gonna post something. <laughs> if something has triggered me too bad, I'm like, girl, I'm gonna post something. These girls have made me sick today, and she will talk me down off the ledge. Okay. If she doesn't answer the phone, you always get that good friend to talk people down. Yeah, that I'm word. that friend, actually, for a lot of people. <laughs> I talk people down. You have to have, have, that, friend. Have, to have yes. that friend that's gonna bring you off that. And ledge. I have that friend that does that for me. But too. you have to also be that friend for yourself, and that's what's like. If she's not yes. available, I will just get in the mirror or just start talking out loud and bring myself back down. And it's okay. like, what is if you post that? What's it gonna change? If you mm-hmm. if you react this way, what's it gonna change? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just okay. And then go out into nature, talk to a tree, and it'll be all come right. on, talk to a tree. You should talk to trees, like Pocahontas. I've never seen Pocahontas. Okay. <laughs> I just know spiritually, trees are very wise. I've heard that too. I've actually had an ex coworker that um, not. Uh, uh, we used to work together. That's how to be my ex coworker. She said that she will go by trees and lay on the on yes, the grass. you should. And I'm like, girl, you got curly hair. I'm like, <laughs> you lay on the grass. But she said she would even there's no put down like a blanket it. or nothing. She'll just lay. It just, there is no feeling like being. And by the trees by my at my house are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like today, and I talked to them like, "Good morning, trees. Good morning, ladies. How are y'all?" I talked to the trees. Do and they talk back. Yes. Okay. Yes. You very you need to watch Pocahontas. Well, it's on Disney Plus. I give you my password. I have my own. <laughs> okay. <Thank exactly>. you. <laughs> I give you my password. I she my does that. It's very you. spiritual though. But no, it, but it's and, very and, spiritual. And, and like one like sometimes I walk Callie and I go out and if, if the trees have told me the right thing, I would just sit down because we have a bench right out there by ours. I I said, Callie, we're gonna sit down for a while and we just I would just sit out there until I'm done feeling whatever the universe wants me to feel. And then we go in the house. That's good. Yeah. It's like, it's you know, it's about not being in a hurry to go somewhere and not in a hurry to do something. Because mm. I used to be like, well, 
I'm, I'm going to the going to the gym and going to the store and come back home. So that's all I can do. I cannot right. venture off the path. I mean, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And it, but I've gotten away from that. I'm like, let me just enjoy my day. If I want to go for a stroll, I can walk through and get to that eventually. I don't yeah. have to be in such a rush to go boom, boom, boom back home. Because it's like, I'm, I'm back home. I'm safe. Right. <laughs> it's that, like, yeah. time. And all your stuff is right there. It is. Yeah, it's like literally like right there. So that it makes so, sense so why you would be in. Time, yeah. yeah, it makes sense why you would be in routine. Yeah, so. But I just, I just want to enjoy life. Yes. So that's what I'm at. It is. Yes. I said each month I'm going to do. And be open to whatever the universe is trying to tell me. Yes. Tell me or take me. Out of Houston. Hey, if is it out of Houston? You know what the people don't know. <laughs> I ain't told nobody. Edit that out. <laughs> oh yeah, please. Oh <laughs> wait, I didn't need to tell nobody. <laughs> See, you know, it's good when we forget that the cameras are there. I'm like, sorry. Edit that out. I said, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am open to moving. <laughs> yes, I like that for you. I'm open to the universe. Whatever the universe has for me, be it a man or job, whatever. I like that for you. And that's what that's why I've been single too long. I'm ready to get settled down. Okay, come on, single. So are you dating? I'm open to dating. Are you I'm dating? on a dating app. Okay. And it's a black dating app. Okay. Do you want to tell the people they can find you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I do not. I know you was gonna say that. <laughs> they will find me. They will find me. <laughs> Follow, follow the social media tag. <laughs> they will find now, you know, If you follow me on there trying to get a date, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. You ain't going to read it. That's for work. <laughs> you want to book a girl to do a show. That's, that's Are you that. talking to see how you respond? For what? <laughs> he thinks message you. <laughs> oh, my God. Facebook. Well, you the one that set me up on that Facebook, Facebook dating, dating. Man. I'm successful on I Facebook dating. Deleted. I'm not, and I deleted it. I've made friends off of Facebook dating. You saw dating. all the old crows I was getting, so I yeah. deleted it. Facebook dating. And that is a thing, y'all. Facebook dating Don't is... Don't do it. Yeah. Well, I'm... I'm exclusively dating someone, so I'm Well, not, congratulations. I'm not really worried about I'm very Facebook, happy for you. Uh, dating. I guess what? like a... I'll just do that out like to... I'm triggered. <laughs> thousands of people. This conversation about sorry. dating has triggered I'm me. sorry. <laughs> and we just went off. I'm sorry. You did. Okay. Okay. That's called a tangent. And you went off on one. <laughs> so why? Like why? Why, 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 why? So I chose triggers as one of my topics. I actually wanted to be the first topic because I feel like in my healing journey, that was one of the main things I needed to work on mm-hmm. was those triggers because I feel like a lot of my triggers... Obviously, earlier, like what I said, comes from other people triggering me. So mm-hmm. I had to take control of like my emotions and stuff like that. But um, I feel that we all have triggers, and if you identify them, you are able to gain an understanding. Yes, I agree. Of why you feel the way that you do. Agree. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this is why I feel how I feel. A deeper the, understanding of yourself. Yeah, and the more. We use avoidance to cope with our triggers, people out there, everybody out there, <laughs> the more our pain goes unhealed mm. and the more our sensitivity grows. So um, I really just hope that our conversation, I'm sorry, we're friends, so it goes everywhere else. But <laughs> we does. talked a lot about <laughs> triggers and stuff like that. I just hope that, you know, the people out there can just identify their triggers and work on their triggers. Uh, a big thing for me, I put my on a notepad, I put um, a little sticky note on my um, on my mirror, and I tell myself, "I am this, I am that." Like I use my brand like a lot in my personal life, mm-hmm. and so that also helped me with um, triggers as well. Because if I know that 
this person triggered me or this situation triggered me, I can tell myself, no, I am this. Mm. I am that. So I hope y'all did get. No, is there a comment section for this podcast? Uh, yes, well, YouTube, because this well, will be on YouTube. Okay, well, I think you should encourage people to put some of their uh, techniques for dealing with their triggers in the comments. Yes, please comment. And I'm probably going to post on Facebook. What are some of your triggers or what are some things that help you cope with your triggers? I would mm-hmm. love to hear that. And we can have a conversation more about triggers. But yes, please comment, like, post, subscribe. Become a part of the healing community. Please come a part of my community. <laughs> the I'm healing a co- community. The healing community. Well, I, 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 am, I am healing. I'm forever. And I said this, I said I always want to heal. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that we're ever all the way healed. That's just my opinion, but that's a conversation we can have later. <laughs> but I feel like that even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, I feel like there's always room. Yeah, there's always room to grow. There's always room to be a better self. So I'm just working on being a better If me. I get to 80, I ain't doing nothing now. <laughs> it's going to be what it's going to be. If I get 80. to 80, baby, I'm about to just. It's going to be what it's going to be. If it ain't healed, you just have to deal with it. <laughs> I wonder if I'm still going to be drinking sure Crown Royal. When I get to 80, Would you be drinking at the age of 80? I'm sorry. Absolutely. I'm here trying to wrap up. <laughs> you said absolutely. absolutely. That's why I just said, like, uh, am I going to be drinking Crown Royal at 80? I'm still going to be mean. Okay. To be continued. that's only uh, <laughs> 25 years from now for me. Right. Oh, no, that's 35 years from now. But I can see you. Thirty trapped. years from now, I can see you with a husband. Wait, now that's a conversation we should have by ourselves. Okay, anyways. Yes, I'm talking about no husbands. <laughs> right. So, uh, please, uh, thank you for my co-host. Thank you, the Spears. Thank you for having me. Spear Production Podcast. In Spear, Houston. as in like, I, I stab. <laughs> That kind of spirit. <laughs> yes, and thank you. Um, this podcast is on all social media, Anchor Podcast, Apple uh, Podcast, YouTube, Facebook. Please like, please subscribe, please follow her. Please, please follow, share. Please share. Please follow me. And I hope that you, you know, liked our little chit-chat today. <laughs> so my name is Isaac George, and thank you for tuning in to my first episode. Thank you for having me. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.